record in the cloud and now we're going live okay should say live once we are live i hope okay and then we might have to go yeah it says live on facebook so then i would say go to the facebook group ladies if you could see us tell us hi oh my gosh this is like like my heart is beating out of my chest, like hoping this is gonna work. Okay, it's live, we're good to go. I got somebody, oh, it's probably me watching. All right. Hello. <laughs> we're gonna have to give like a, a disclaimer here, like don't watch the first like two minutes of anything we put out because it's probably like us like troubleshooting all of the techie things, right? Okay. It's technical difficulties. The it's first minute to two. Yeah, right? It's always going to be, I think, the most fun in the beginning. So if you jump on at the very beginning, you get to see all of the things that probably go wrong really, really soon. And then, and then, you know, you know, just chat us, tell us you're here, say hello. Coach Holly and I, Coach Katie, are going to be talking all about the three top reasons that women should be strength training today. So this is really kind of a fun topic for us. So, awesome. yeah. Coach Holly picked the topic. I did. It's your turn next week. We'll do. So yeah, um, before we get started, if you are here, just let us know, um, kind of help us see if the chat, the comments are working real quick, if you could, uh, maybe give, you know, either thumbs up or a heart oh, or um, kind of help us see if the chat, the comments are working. That's me. That's Is that me. you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh no. No volume. No volume. I was trying to see the comment. Perfect. I think we've got this going. All righty. I want to see if I can do this. Oh, yes. Corey says hi. Taylor made it. All right. This time you know it's real. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, thanks for being here, Lori, Taylor, anybody else that's joining. Thank you so much. So we're going to kick it off with the three top reasons. And I think we're going to probably come up with more, but three top reasons that women should be strength training or need to be strength training. So Coach Holly, give us a number. Y'all know we are all about some strength training. Okay. Whether it's whatever level, like beginner, intermediate, advanced, no matter how long you've been doing it, if you are a female, you are doing the right thing. Um, I really think a lot of times women question, am I doing what's good for me? You know, is this the best thing? But, you know, I have thought about this a lot and this is why I just have the top three. Of course we can say more, but uh, we did have some comments before, like when I had put the post in and I know that I think Taylor had hit my number one. So my number one is bone density. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why is this so important for women? Okay. First of all, and this is why I have this number one in order to like have the best life that you can possibly have. Number one, you need to not get hurt. <laughs> you know, as we age, your risk of injury increases no matter what you are doing. But if you strength train, you are going to decrease that risk of injury. I know you all have had grandmothers or parents or somebody in your life, because I can probably think of two or three right off the bat who have like, as they aged, they got weaker, they fell, they broke something. I don't know why for women, it always seemed to be their hips. But like, I think of, um, you know, grandmothers. I've had um, my son's great grandmother on his dad's side fell and broke her hip and when she fell and broke her hip y'all it wasn't like it wasn't the fall that was so bad it was her recovery 
And if you don't pray things, that is your best chance of leading a really long life, right? Because when you get that age, if you have not done anything to improve your bone density or like offset like the deterioration of it. So you're going to lose density in your bones over time. You are going to be able to strengthen your bones like forever, but like particularly in your 20s, you're, you're kind of like at the prime time. I always used to tell my kids in nutrition and wellness, if we talked about strength training, it's sort of like depositing into a bank account. So think about like a savings account. So as you age, um, and if you can do it earlier, that's great. But if not, it's still okay. You're not too late. But you're depositing into this bank account. And then like, let's say after 30 years old, you're just pulling it out. You no longer can make deposits. You're only pulling it out. So think of your bones that way. And so you want to have that built up. But even if you strength train later, you are causing like you're not losing it as much, you know what I'm saying? So you may not be able to strengthen as much or deposit as much as you did in your twenties, but you're still, um, you're still decreasing your risk of injury by strengthening your bones. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the bones I think are a little bit different than the muscles though, because my top reason was definitely like maintaining muscle mass. And I talk, um, I guess from my standpoint of bed rest, Right. So, um, when I was on bed rest, like my biggest fear, because I'd done powerlifting competitions and I got pregnant with Walker. So our fourth child and ended up on bed rest, like at the hospital, like they won't even let you move around. Right. And so of course my biggest fears were kind of coming to fruition and it was like, shit, like everything I'd worked so hard for, you know, I'd been really kind of active through the pregnancy and that sort of thing as well. Like I was feeling like I was losing it. And of course I did look it up and yes, it's at like an, you know, obnoxious rate. So typically women after 30 lose, you know, I think it's like eight to 10%, right? Over a decade of muscle mass. It could be three to 10. I might be wrong on that. You should check it. Do you know the number? I mean, I want to say it's like, it's at least 1% per year. Like, yeah, and I, think it's, I think it's more. And I think it depends on where you're starting. Too. Right. True. I think it was like up to 10%. I remember over a decade. Cause I was thinking in two weeks on bed rest, you lose about 10% of your muscle mass. So as much as I was going to lose in a decade, I was going to lose every two weeks I was on bed rest. Yeah. And that and was it, like, it's worse. It's worse. Like after a certain, so like generally, so like, you know, people, people freak out. And by the way, that was my number two is lean muscle and uh, and my top three are all very close because they're all super important. Yeah. But my number two was um, to gain lean muscle mass, but not losing it is another thing. And so whenever um, studies have shown that like, if you take time off, like, cause people are like, well, if I rest, you know, then I'm going to lose my muscle, but no, not until like, and it's really like, you don't start losing until like 10 to 14 days. And y'all, that, that is of nothing, like zero. That would be like bed rest. And most people are not ever going to do that unless they're in that kind of a situation where they're made to stay in bed. So like scheduled time off is really good um, mm -hmm. if you do it the right way. So you can use your muscles, 
but that doesn't necessarily mean you need to be killing yourself in the gym every day because you're not letting that lean muscle recover if you're doing that, right? Right, right. Yeah, because I was, I was going to say like, and, and we take that out of context a lot and it's like, no, you can still be an active person. You don't have to necessarily be in the gym, right? Like right. banging, repping things out, but being active, like, you know, moving your body. Um, I sometimes call some of my my friends in the powerlifting world and sometimes myself too, a an active couch potato. So I have days when it's like, I literally I feel like the only thing I did was that that heavy lifting workout. And then I sat myself in front of my desk or I moved my body just far enough to get to the couch for the rest of the day. And it's like, that's, that's not okay either. You know, you still have to maintain that level of activity. That's going to keep that, um, muscle mass from, you know, depleting too. So. Right. And sometimes like people think that, you know, like I said, they think you have to be in the gym lifting to make any progress. And so, I know, especially like if, if you have goals or whatever they may be that you're like, oh, well, I can't take any time off, but y'all know that like for strength training, you know, you are actually getting stronger when your muscles are recovering, not when you're in the gym. Okay. So you have to have enough rest. And a lot of times when people hit a wall in their progress, it's because they are, they're, they're doing too much and their body needs a little bit of recovery more than they're giving it. Okay. Um, so, you know, if you plan your rest, you can have active rest days, but okay. So like for me, this week is a deload week for me. Does that mean I'm doing nothing? No, I'm actually probably moving more than I move on days that I lift. Now I am lifting, but it's very modified. Okay. So the muscles are still stimulated. Um, my, my muscles are still working. I'm trying to hit all of the muscle groups, but I'm trying to incorporate different things as well. Y'all know we tend to stick with what we like the most. Yeah, and, we do. You know, we do. Like, it's like this comfort zone, right? Oh, okay. So that was two. So number yeah. one, maintaining bone density, right? Um, and the jarring, I think the jarring of lifting weights is very helpful too. Uh, and so is, you know, just that added load. Um, what was number two? Oh, <laughs> that was mine. Like, but it was my number one. So what's number three for you, coach Holly? So number three for me is because of the increasingly, so increasingly muscle mass, but also like maintaining it. Mm -hmm. Um, because like some people just, you know, you're not increasing, but, but number three is like an offset of that gaining or maintaining lean muscle is an increased metabolism. Mm. This is why you lift. Y'all know, like if you lift more, you actually need more calories to maintain that muscle. So many people go through life and over years, especially women, like as you age, you need less calories to maintain your current weight. And why is that? because you're losing muscle. Okay. So you don't need as many calories. So if you lift, guess what? You actually need more calories to maintain that muscle. So like what I don't want to do is I don't want to go through my life and every year have less and less calories. Like, because like food is energy and like it, it makes you feel good. If you're eating the right things, like it's amazing. But like, so increased metabolism is, is my number three. What about you? Did you have that was not that was not on my list of top ones. So I had the bone density, I had the muscle mass, and then I had the the mental health um, 
you know, aspect. Yes. Like for me, like that is definitely top three. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. why I started lifting. Cause it was just like, or, I mean, I think, I don't know if it was like why I started lifting. I think it was more of like anger and frustration and nowhere to like get that pent up energy. Um, but that's why I stayed with it. Right. Like, cause it feels good. I'm like taking all of this, you know, strength and confidence that I'm building in the gym and I'm going out to, you know, talk to people more powerfully, you know, I'm standing taller, like even my posture has improved, you know, which just makes you feel more confident. Like your self-esteem just raises, you know, as well. So that one for me was a big one was the mental health, um, improvement. Yeah. Mental, mental component is huge y'all because that's going to actually drive everything, right? It's like what your brain thinks and believes and like lifting really does increase that self-confidence level. So you're, you're like more outgoing. You're more just like, like she said, you know, you, you will probably like find yourself talking more. Like I know that, that when my boyfriend started lifting, Grant, he's not a woman, but when my boyfriend started lifting, like he, he, he's a self-professed non-people person, right? But everybody in the gym talks to him and you know, when he first started, I don't think that he was quite that interactive with people, but as he has changed his physique with lifting over time, and it goes for men and women, but as he has changed his physique over time, he has like gotten more and more people approaching him, you know, asking him for tips and it, and it's like, you know, and so that kind of boosts his self-confidence too. And so he's way more vocal about talking a little bit too much. Cause like Lottie was on here. She knows <laughs> I can't drag him out of the gym half the time because he's too busy talking to people, but like, you know, so he likes sharing those things. So it, it does like, it improves your, your self-confidence is like, you know, when people notice changes, um, you know, it's just the strength. I think the whole strength component is just such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So before COVID, my husband and I were lifting a lot at the gym and he always said that he was going to get me a shirt that said, you can talk to me after I start stretching. Cause I literally, if I started talking to somebody, you know, like you have those rest periods and then you want to get back and lift some weight again, and then go back to that rest period. And as soon as I was like, just powerlifting re- looks really, really lazy in the gym, right? So you stand around or you're on your phone, like you're doing nothing. You like one rep back. and then you rest for like three minutes. Yeah, it looks so like two or three reps, right? And then it's like, we stand there for like three, sometimes five minutes, like just standing there or doing, you know, like maybe like walking around or going to the drinking fountain or something. I guess you can't do that anymore. But he literally was like so frustrated because then I'd get caught in conversation with somebody or, you know, you pass somebody on the treadmill that you know, and you're like, you know, how's the kids? And I'd literally take like 10, 15 minutes and realize, shit, like now do I go back to that weight that, or do I need to like drop it and warm back up again? You know, <laughs> it's just like, ah, oh. but yeah. So the you mental health. You wear headphones at the gym. Like oh. hardly, hardly anybody ever talks to me at the gym. And, and Luke swears it's because people are scared of me. And I'm like, oh my Lord, people are not scared of me. He's like, you're intimidating. I love that. I love that. Maybe I just look like really serious when I'm lifting or something, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I'll get like veins popping out of my neck or something. People don't want to like come up. I get the forehead. Oh my gosh. We should make that a topic of all of the, the obnoxious things that kind of can happen at the gym that you're not prepared for. Um, Oh, let's go back to the mental health thing though, because yes. So you're more confident, right? You just like, you start to take that confidence out, 
But I think the stress thing for me was a big thing. So I was constantly like under a lot of stress, right? But I felt like once I was in the gym and there's, it's a different stress, but you learn how to kind of like control that stress, like in in a controlled situation. And so things out in regular life then just weren't as stressful or they didn't like trip me up as much, right? Like stress me out so much. Like I felt like I could take that on, you know? Um, So that was a big one for me was the, the stress. Yeah. I felt like it reduced the stress. And that's probably why people always go, you know, to the gym and say, this is my therapy, right? Like the hashtag, this, this is, is total therapy. therapy. Yeah. Like, I mean, and y'all know, and I know people have heard me say that, like, I really feel like lifting saved my life, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I was on the verge of, I, and I'm, I'm not saying this lightly. I'm seriously like, I was about to crack at many points over the past decade. And, you know, the only thing that kept me focused on life was like that structure of the gym and lifting, right? And so like, I don't know if y'all are big trackers and loggers like me as far as writing down like your sets and your reps and like, and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, that is its own form of therapy too, is like, um, you know, planning out what you're going to do that day. And and I always tell a lot of my clients, look, you know, write it down. Like I've got my log, write down what you're doing for the day before you even go to do it. Put what time you're going to do it. Because you know what? I hate to erase stuff from my log book, right? So if I put it all down, that's kind of like, y'all know they say journaling, like releases like your thoughts, right? And your stresses. So like that is kind of like my journaling. Like I will oh write everything. We have, to, we have to do one specifically on the different personalities as far as like journaling and tracking our workouts because I am completely the opposite. I'm not going to share what I am here because I do want to keep you about like, I think, you know, 20, 25 minutes is a good time. Otherwise they get, I don't think people watch them, right? It's yeah, kind what of, time are we at? I think we're at about, we're at about 20 minutes, but okay. we got on a little bit you know, well, we, we've got our three. So like we can expand yeah. on that. I don't know if anybody that's on here. Re- recap them. I think but, we should recap them. Right. Yes. So, yeah. So and number maybe- one was bone density and, and, a tie, and like tie for number one or two was lean muscle mass. And then we've got um, increased metabolism and we'll say a tie for that is the mental health component. Okay. So all of those things or why women should strength train. Yeah. How about, we'll give you, those are the four and you guys can list them in order of importance for you because I think it's it's kind of like the, the importance is kind of maybe, you know, individual where. Yeah, me, I want you to comment, comment yeah. below in here, um, wherever format you are, if you see this on YouTube or if you were here for the Facebook live or whatever, comment well, below most important. Yeah. List them. So we want to know what order you would put them in. So bone density, muscle mass, metabolism, and mental health, right? I think I might put mental health at number one now. (laughs) Because serious, like y'all serious. It's like, and you know, and I will tell you that like the whole, the whole act of lifting and that structure and that, um, that confidence stuff like that carries over into your whole life. Y'all, I mean, it, it's going to make a difference, like, in your work relationships, in your ability to, like, stand up for yourself. Like, if you've got crappy coworkers or something, you're just like, 
I'm not listening to that. You know what I mean? Like you're going to see over time, if you do this, like over, over the course of time, it's going to change like everything. Yeah. 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 Lori, Lori said she definitely has the number one, definitely the mental health benefits. And um, we had some more people joining. Um, so as, as um, we're kind of wrapping up, but make sure you go back and watch the beginning of this. Give us your top four in your order. I would love to see it. Taylor says she's got muscle mass, then mental health metabolism. Um, she says she's 32. So not worried about bone density at the moment, but we can always work on it. Um, but so. you should be Taylor. What you build now is going to help you later, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to work on it um, because you don't want to be that old lady who falls and breaks her hip. Exactly. But I, I, I agree, right? Like it is about um, what's important now. Um, and maybe Taylor, you know, doesn't have a whole lot of people in her family that have ever broken bones. She might come from a family that's got really good genetics for bone density, right? If you come I've from a family- had anybody break yeah, anything you out, <laughs> But like- yeah. So you, you never know. Um, you know, if you don't, if you come from a family that's got a, a long history of depression, mental health is probably going to be the big one for you. Right? right. Um, if you come from, you know, a long line of a family that's just kind of not been able to get that metabolism on, on board, or maybe just always been on diets and you don't want to be, you know, the next, um, in line to be on diets and have put your kids on diets. Like that's going to be a big one for you being able to kind of, um, you know, move those pieces around. So it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm really excited to see what you guys put in here. Um, and, and be sure to ask questions, you know, like yeah. if you have questions, anything related to strength training, post in here, put your order for the top four, put what order you are in. Um, again, whatever platform you were on comment, ask questions about strength training, um, whatever, here's the place to do it. Yes. Yes. And so if you're watching this, um, on YouTube or the podcast though, make sure that you come to Facebook, join us in women's body and power so you can interact with us directly. So yeah. All right. Y'all have an awesome day. Um, if you have any questions, definitely, you know, tag us in the comments, um, or, you know, make a post and tag us for sure, because we will always be there just waiting to hear from you. Thanks ladies. I don't know how to stop it. Just a minute. You might have to keep smiling. <laughs> oh, shoot. I think it's over. Yeah. Okay. It stopped. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness. That was fun. You got to stop recording. Can you stop recording on the Zoom? Oh, yep.